This podcast is not safe for work and will feature movie spoilers. It will feature scenes described of a graphic nature. It will contain language which most listeners may find offensive. Welcome to the podcast Under the Stairs. Hi everyone and welcome to the podcast Under the Stairs. This is episode 445. I'm your host Duncan McLeish. Welcome to the show. Up on this episode we are concluding our uh, Count Yorga collection box set released by Arrow. Now I say box set, it's a collection of two movies and it's in fancy packaging. Maybe not necessarily a box set but fuck it, it's my show and if I say box set then guess what? Box set. So yeah, we are doing The Return of Count Yorga which came one year after... Um, Count Yorga Vampire uh, from 1970 this is 1971 the review of this title is from the brand new collection released last year by Arrow Video which is a remaster of a previously released collection from 2016 and as we discussed in detail on episode 443 it's only two ago so you can jump back and check it out if you want that these are essentially 2K scans from 4K restorations, which, once again, the math is evading me. I'm not entirely sure what's going on there, but that's what they did, and uh, the movie does look like a million dollars for sure. Now, before we get to that review, let's catch up with where we are. Um, One more episode to drop this week. It's coming on Sunday. It is going to be the return of our Arrow video assortment. Just all Arrow this week, isn't it, really? And you will be getting a review of Frankenhooker. Oh yeah, that's right. Looking forward to that. I checked out at the cinema this week with my good buddy, the big, tall, sexy cowboy Scott. And um, he just put me in the mood to review that mofo. So that's what we're doing on Sunday. Then on the Monday, so the day after Sunday, if you can follow the days of the week, uh, Andy Blockley coming back. He's been away for a month. And we're going (laughs) to pick up where we left off and the Chucky TV series doing episodes 3 and 4 of season 2. So, that is, that's the next couple of shows lined up for you. T-Butts Collective News, as you can guess, everything fell apart. Kinda knew it was gonna, but it did, which kinda upset me a little bit. Where to begin with is definitely 100% guaranteed dropping tomorrow. And I will be recording a solo, a solo Chronicle episode for the weekend so uh, hopefully things pick back up there i know doing the nasty is coming back real soon because our good friend mark will be on his summer siesta or summer break he'll still be working but he'll not be at school which means he can afford the time to sit down and chat with me also on the episode dropping sunday the italian Um, Not the Italian collection, fuck that's taking us back, although we need to pick them up as well because we've got filled in numbers, ladies and gents, on the Arrow video assortment. There will be news of uh, the Pieces and Pieces series, which will be coming your way in July on podcast Under the Stairs, and trust me, it's going to be a ton of fucking fun. I honestly cannot wait to get my teeth sunk in to that. 
Okay, ladies and gents, let's do this. We're going to take a short break just now. You're going to hear promos for shows that I love. You're going to hear the trailer for the return of Count Yorga from 1971. I'll be right back right after this. This is a test of the emergency podcasting system. Listen to the Psychosemantic Podcast. Politics, movies, and political movies. Find us on Facebook iTunes, Stitcher, LegionPodcasts.com, The Psychosemantic Podcast. Who knows the evil force that rules the night? Who calls forth those terrors from beyond the grave to prowl its shadows? Where is the overlord of the damned? Beware his coming. Beware the return of the Death Master. The attack of the undead. I can destroy you. Or turn you into the living dead. The most horrifying love story ever filmed. When she discovers what you are, she'll sicken at your name. Kill her. Kill her. Welcome back. So you've just heard the trailer for The Return of Count Yorga. This is the second disc in the Count Yorga collection as released by Arrow Video. This is their, like I said before, re-release of an original release but in much better definition. Actually, I checked out um, some of the comparisons online and I thought the previous print was really good. I think I'd said that in the last episode and it really is kind of spectacular when you see it here um it did kind of make me go yeah sometimes it's worth it they better just not bother with the 4k though because that's going to break my tits right let's do a little uh, review on this one in terms of the product overview same thing you will have heard on the previous episode i can't help that but restored rejuvenated reborn. By the end of the 1960s, the boom in old world gothic horror had begun to wane in the face of present day terrors like the Vietnam War. In response, American filmmakers brought horror out of the past and into the present, and the classic movie monsters packed their bags and headed for the new world. Count Yorga Vampire was among the first to successfully transpose the classic vampire cloak and all, to a modern day setting as the Count played unforgettably by Robert Quarry arrives in the United States and settles in Southern California's mansions with his mysterious brides. A driving favourite from the moment it was released, a sequel soon followed, The Return of Count Yorga, that's the one we're reviewing, and it ups the ante and sees a sardonic Count on the streets of San Francisco, his sights set on an orphanage as a potential source of sustenance. 
director Bob Kelgen, who did Scream Blackula Scream, delivers a one-two punch of cult classic cinema mixing chills, thrills, styles and suspense with the knowing wit that revels in the genre trappings. Presented in all new restorations by Arrow Films, from new scans of the original camera negative, the Count Yorga collection is a full-blooded feast to die for. So, this is disc number two. This contains the return of Count Yorga, which is, like I mentioned before, a 4K scan presented in a 2K restoration. The second disc contains a brand new audio commentary by film critic Stephen R. Bissett, archival audio by David DeVille and C. Courtney Joyner, The Count and the Counterculture, a brand new interview with film critic Maitland Madonna, uh, Chamber Music of Horrors, a brand new interview with David Huckvale about the scores for both the films, an archival interview with film critic Kim Newman, the theatrical trailer, video spots and an image gallery taboot. Um, right, let's, uh, let's get into this one. So, for a movie that's classed as pretty cult, um, it must have done enough to see it get a sequel. The sequel obviously is one year later, so things kind of move quick here, and they, they churn out another one. Now, granted, there's no massive change in the formula here, it's just the setting that really is is the, the thing that's changed. Um, Robert Quarry's back playing Count Yorga. I like him. I really, really do. I, I get the feeling that He's kind of half in the role, half eyes somewhere else, not wanting to be in the role. And that adds a, a certain level of distance to the character that I think is needed in a character like um, Count Yorga, a.k.a. Count Dracula. I think that works for him. In this one, we we have the, mentioned in the synopsis here the, the idea that he's, he's trying to essentially... Uh, an untapped resource, an orphanage, which I don't think I've ever seen in any other vampire horror movie before and it kind of feels like that's where you would go surely because they're always talking about trying to get young blood but then they always go for the the the, the countess's virginal daughter as opposed to just going to the orphanage where all the maybe the kids are too dirty i don't know unclean unclean blood um but yeah it does kind of feel like this movie answers a question that every other movie has proceeded to just not follow since anyway anyway the, the the count is uh, is infatuated by a young boy who appears to be immune to his 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 wells and powers, um, whilst at the same time just picking up from where they left off. I kind of love this. The there's a like the, the count's kind of resurrected. Not only is he resurrected, he resurrects his harem um, who come out of the ground in a spectacular fashion, which does evoke kind of things like uh, Night of the Living Dead and stuff. It's, you can see the impact um, on horror cinema, certainly from here. It's a really cool effect of the women coming out the ground. But, it, like, he's out the ground and then, honestly, like, two minutes later, he's at a fundraiser because he's the count. I, I kind of love that. Um, it, it, this movie moves at a pace. See, I think Count Yorga Vampire has a very deliberate pace, which never feels like it's trying to push anything at all. And I kind of like it for that. It really languishes in some kind of fruity dialogue and some really cool cinematography. This movie, we're just like, right, you know who Yorga is? He's like, we're moving. We're moving here. We're, we're moving, guys. Come on, move along, move along. Nothing to see here. And it moves at peace. 
And as a result of that, you you get through a lot of the stuff that I would call setup from the first movie very quickly. It packs it away in a, in a box and then sits a box in the corner, never to really return to it, and then gets down to brass tacks. Um, the score is much better in this movie. The previous movie, I found the score a bit like, like an afterthought. And this one is a bit more focused, it's a bit more uh, dramatic, and it works with it as well. I don't think the cinematography is as good in this movie as the previous movie. I don't know, I didn't do enough research before we started recording, if there's a change of cinematographer here. Um, or it's just we're filming it in a different place and we're not afforded the luxury of the angles we had before. But it, it's not as pretty a movie as the previous one. Although some of the, the, the actual set designs are cool. It just doesn't have that kind of that feeling of almost opaque grandeur that the previous one did. So Robert Quarry, like I mentioned before, I really like him in this role. It's kind of sad that he would do just a ton of telly and never really return to, to horror um, or even like return to a performance of a vampire. And you forget that because because there'd been so many long standing or oh, you're Dracula, so you will be Dracula in the next hundred movies that I've made. Um, there is a transitional period, specifically through kind of the 70s and into the 80s, where vampire movies almost become one and done, and if we are referring to Dracula in any way, chances are it's an actor um, with a bit of cred, you know, a bit of clout, but they're not coming back to do a second one. They're not Christopher Lee in this motherfucker, you know what I mean? They're, they're, they're in and out. So I, I, I like him in this role, and I would love to have seen more of him, but you just don't get more of him in anything else. Um, like I say, the movie is, there's not really a huge amount you can spoil with it. It, it kind of flies through, does its thing and, and gets out in, in good fashion. But I think, and it may be because I watched them back to back, um, which I know some people would say that's the best way to watch them, but I watched them back to back and I was so struck by how well I think Count Yorga Vampire is put together that I actually think that watching them back to back makes the return of Count Yorga just a little less um, special. I think if I'd split them up by about a month, or even a couple of weeks, because I'm getting old and the memory fades, um, I think I would have taken to this with a bit more of a, a fresh attitude and maybe been less nitpicky than, than I am here. All in all though, it's a fun sequel. Um, I think, to be honest, they did the right thing finishing it at two. I can't see where they would have taken Yorga next, uh, you know, if they brought him back, which you can always do in horror movies. Um, ultimately, it would have just been the same story again and again. And would they, you would have followed the same thing with the, the Hammer Dracula movies. Occasionally, you get a flurry of greatness and the rest of them would be mediocre to forgettable. So, yeah, The Return of Count Yorga, not as good as Count Yorga Vampire. However, still a lot of fun. Um, I would come in at a 3.5. Now, interestingly enough, when I first saw it the first time around, when the 2016 Blu-ray was released, I would have come in higher. I would have come in about a 4. But I think, like I say, side by side, me preferring the first movie more than the second movie, it, it, it's, it's dropped a 0.5, which movies don't often do with me. They tend to slowly creep up. But that's where I'm landing. So a 3.5 for the return of Count Yorga. I'm going to take my final break of this episode. When I come back, I'm closing out the show and I'm doing it right after this.
You're listening to the podcast Under the Stairs. listening to the podcast under the stairs this has been episode 445 this has been the final review in our Kent Yorker collection uh, this was released by Arrow I was reviewing the new release of it which came out last year and yeah that was the last one two movie reviews two episodes and a ton of fun there is a multitude of ways to check out podcasts under the stairs wherever you're listening to us right now hit subscribe that way you get the shows as and when they drop and access to the entire back catalogue of Teapot's content Subscribe to our sister feed, The Teapots Collective. You get shows like Where to Begin With, Opera Omnia, Doing the Nasty, and Chronicle as well. You can jump to our website, teapotscast.com, where links to everything I do are, as well as a link to Jaws' Shite, Another Regrettable Outbursts, a booze-based banter entertainment podcast featuring myself, The Baz, and Scott and Liam from Scott and Liam vs. Evil, Word on the Street is, bringing it back in July. Looking forward to, to getting drunk with my homies and making an absolute cunt of myself for your pleasure. It's your pleasure, folks. Um, you can check out Jaws of Shite and Other Regrettable Outbursts exclusively available on teapotscast.com. On Facebook, you can reach out and interact with me there, facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash teapotscast. The Teapots Collective can be found at facebook.com forward slash teapotscast. And lastly, Jaws of Shite can be found at facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash regrettable pod. If you want to check us out on the twin prongs of social media sexiness and interact with myself and the Baz over there, it's at TeapotsCast for the Instas and the Twitters. The podcast understairs returns on Sunday, Sunday, Sunday with a review of Frankenhooker for the return of the Arrow video collection. Um, until then, wherever you are, whatever you're up to in this big bad world of ours, please take care of yourselves out there. This is Duncan McLeish broadcasting live from under the stairs and I am signing off.